everybody. Uh, welcome in to this Sunday night emergency ed- edition of my podcast, Sporting Soul. And it's a thrill to be attempting a fatal three-way uh, podcast tonight uh, with the two original Sporting Soul guests, uh, Maxwell Chen and Kieran Kadali of Vanderbilt and Michigan fame. Kieran, hello. Hi. Maxwell, hello. Hello. And obviously, this the subject of this podcast is the absolute coup pulled off today by the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the, changing the fabric of the NBA by signing Kevin Durant and signing Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kieran, you can you go first. What was your reaction upon hearing the news? Uh, I don't know. I thought. Well, first of all, I thought it would come later, so I guess that was my first surprise. But yeah, I agree. Other than that, um, I mean, everybody thought he'd go to the Knicks, but I didn't. I didn't really have any preconceptions, so it didn't really shock me. But it didn't like. It wasn't a given either. What about you, Maxwell? Now you were sleeping when these events occurred. <laughs> yes. In fact, I was, and, you know, I kind of thought that, and I was prepared for the eventuality of him going back to the Warriors and continuing to, uh, you know, make the NBA a less (laughs) good thing to watch, but surprised at this development, to say the least. uh, Everyone was taken aback by the the Nets, as I think Walsh phrased it, they pulled off a clean sweep. They added Durant, Irving, and they also uh, picked up DeAndre Jordan. Now, yep. where do you guys think uh, this lands at Brooklyn next year in the Eastern Conference uh, pecking order? Um, personally, for me, that I think this next year is not going to be the year that they really show what they have because obviously Katie's yeah. not playing this next year. And then at the same time, it looks like all of the action um, in the East has been the other um, teams that are contending really bulking themselves up, like with the exception of Toronto. Um, the other teams yes. look like they're getting stronger. So Brooklyn will probably be in the playoffs again, but it doesn't seem like they'll be the yes. super uh, team Boston right off the bat. obviously adding Kemba Walker to compensate for the loss of Kyrie and uh... – it just came out Philadelphia adding average Al Horford uh, to compensate for the loss of Jimmy Butler to Miami. Uh, Kieran, uh, what's your thinking on how the Eastern Conference stacks up next year? Kieran? Kieran? Okay, we have lost Kieran. Uh, Maxwell, um, I'm going to go back to you. Um, obviously, uh, Golden State uh, losing their best player in Durant. Oh, where do you think? Uh, uh, what's what's the Warriors? Where do you think they go from here? Uh, going into the next season. Um. Well, it seems to me that for them, it's going to be somewhat of a rebuilding season, if you can say that, given the players that they still have, but. Um, given that Clay is going to be out until probably around February, that means that the Warriors are going to 
they'll still be good. This is still a team with Steph and Draymond and players like that that were there when they were building from scratch. Plus, they keep cousins there. They'll still be good. They won't be running away with it anymore. uh, Kieran, uh, it's nice to have you back. Uh, What do you think of the Warriors? Uh, How how do you think it's looking next year for the Warriors without Durant in the West? Yeah, I I agree with Maxwell. They're still like – this is still like the 2016 Warriors that, you know, broke records and everything. And um, I guess it depends because they're still – I think Clay Thompson and Draymond Green could, you know, do whatever they're going to do. I don't really see them leaving, but I, they could shake things up later on. Yeah. No, you know what's fascinating to me is, is that uh, I have not seen Clay Thompson's deal made official, which is uh, really interesting – yeah. Um, uh, obviously, obviously, I think that um, he'll be with Golden State, but just something to keep an eye on in case he like maybe he like last minute flip out of nowhere goes with Kawhi to the Clippers. Right. Um, so obviously, the Nets uh, they did the, the cleaning up. Uh, the Warriors got cleaned out a bit with the, the loss of Durant and. The Knicks just swung and missed on this uh, free agency. Yeah. Uh, I heard period. they weren't even planning on offering a deal to Kevin Durant because they were scared about his uh, injury. Which... Yes, that did come out. Yeah, they pulled the max yeah. contract away from him. And then they turned around and gave yeah. all his money to Julius Randle. Three years, $63 million for Julius Randle as New York's uh, compensation prize. I mean – New York, I don't, I don't even know what to make of that franchise anymore. All year we heard that Durant yeah. and Irving were coming. And now I feel like it was going to be Zion, yeah. Durant, no, no, no. Kyrie, and they ended up getting it, Julius Randle. It was going to be Zion AD. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Porzingis, too. Now they have nobody. Yes, now they have and now that's been replaced with Barrett, Knox, Trier, Robinson, and uh, obviously Randall now. I mean, you know what they say, you don't want to be in the middle. You want to be at the bottom or the top. So, Yes, and they have, they are certainly, they're certainly at the bottom. Yeah, uh, someone needs to tell them you can't tank for Zion anymore, though. <laughs> uh, the Knicks will be tanking for Zion for the next 10 years. <laughs> in, in 2029, when Zion is 29 years old, uh, he he will be a he'll be a free agent, and the Knicks will say, "Okay, we have to lose all our games to make sure we get him this time." <laughs> and then he will sign with Brooklyn. Yep. Yes. Um. Uh. What else did I want to cover? So, if you're the Knicks, uh, maybe Kawhi. Why Leonard, obviously. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I also think that's a a bit of a misplaced hope. I don't. I'm pretty sure Kawhi is either going to stay with the Raptors or go to the West again. All right. Now let me. Ask you. Yeah, the move for Knicks for Kawhi makes no sense because he's essentially downgrading himself to play with yeah. nobody. Where he's he's already on a team where he's clearly the main star at Toronto, so there's no reason for him to move to a weaker team. The only place he would really want to move is 
if he could go build a super yeah. team somewhere. So it's either Toronto or Lakers somewhere out in the West. Um, uh, yeah, if if Kawhi Leonard ends up on the Knicks, that would be a that would be a power move more than anything for Kawhi Leonard. Uh, just kind of going to this team where he can these young players, but then again, he can also do that with the Clippers. Right. So the Kawhi market looks like it will develop very slowly uh, as uh, only the boardman's market can. Yep. So, um, in your, in you guys' mind, uh, where, do you, where do you think uh, Kawhi is headed? What, what do you guys – how do you guys see it? What's your predictions? After, after this uh, – Durant Irving axis kind of took Brooklyn out of the running. Um, I, I still think he's staying with the Raptors. I don't think he has – or, well, either the Raptors or the Clippers, obviously. But I think um, I think he likes where he's at. And I remember when he first got traded, everybody was saying, oh, he's going to, you know, one and done with them and leave. But – Everybody was there was a lot of people also talking about how they could get him to stay, and I think having won a championship in you know with fairly long odds, I think that would convince him to stay. Yeah, uh, I think that went a long way. I think the title was the best uh, recruiting pitch. Yeah, uh, they can make Maxwell. What's what's your thinking on this? Yeah, I I tend to agree with that. Um. I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers after what we kept hearing where he would never go, especially last year when LeBron was trying to get everybody there. And then after winning the championship, it it seems to me that the Raptors versus the Clippers. No. The Raptors. Maybe it'll come down to Sergi Bach refusing to help him move all his stuff out. Yes. He'll just stay. Uh, Kawhi, will, Kawhi will stay in Toronto because he wants to cut more episodes of How Hungry Are You? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So, I'm trying to think, uh, what haven't we covered? Obviously, uh, DeAndre Jordan uh, gives Brooklyn a, a good uh, rim-protecting, rebounding center in the deal. And uh, uh, has anyone ever been more effectively able to ride uh, the co- coattails of anybody than a uh, DeAndre Jordan kind of being packaged into this free agent mega package being picked up by Nats. I don't really know. I that's that was a pretty good package on his part. Yes. If he if he would have come on like the fourth of July, everybody'd been like, Okay, they got DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. But now he's being photoshopped into yeah, yeah. Brandon Irving. Yeah, he's probably the most famous guy that you can have signing for a team and nobody will yes. care whatsoever. I mean, if DeAndre, if DeAndre Jordan had gone to, like, I don't know, Phoenix or, like, Indiana, that would have been a boon for them. But he – he, uh, he, oh, I, I keep forgetting he was on the Knicks this year. He just has to move across town to the Nets. Yeah. So, yes. He, Speaking he, of the Suns, you mentioned um... – Brooklyn's, you know, former star D'Lo is now. People are saying he might go to the Suns. Yeah, um, I I don't see that playing out because the Suns I don't either. Ricky Rubio uh, yeah. earlier today away from the Jazz. 
But I, I'll be interested to see where the market for Russell develops. Uh, people talk about him as a uh, consolation prize for the Lakers if this Kawhi thing falls through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota is also expected to be a big name. So that that's definitely going to be an interesting one. Uh, right now it is uh, 9.49 in Ohio, and the best five agents available, I think I just tweeted this, are Leonard, then you got to drop off, then Russell, then you got to drop off, and then Boogie Cousins, and then you got oh, another yeah. drop off. Then Danny Green and Marcus Morris are probably the best of the rest. And so it's kind of funny. We were oh, – like twenty of twenty five of the first forty free agents off the board, twenty five at least on the uh, first day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which which signing that we haven't covered uh, stood out to you, uh, Maxwell? You want you go first? Um. All right. So, first of all, Miritich leaving the NBA was Messi in Barcelona. Yep. And then I also thought that Reddick signing for New Orleans a, was kind was of interesting, interesting as well. That was a very interesting move. Uh, I think he can act as a better mentor for uh, Zion. And you are absolutely correct. Earlier today, Maxwell said in one of our group chats that uh, now the Pelicans are able to put a starting five of all Duke players. And those players are Maxwell. They are. Frank Jackson, J.J. Redick, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and Jaleel Okafor. Okafor need? Um, I don't know, but he, he's he got help from Zion out here. And, yep, I'm interested, though, in seeing Zion playing with Redick because now it's he's got a legitimate, um, like, real shooter, a really prolific shooter on the wings there. So we had we hadn't seen a really good three point shooter on Duke this season with Zion. So it'll be interesting to see if if teams really have to defend on the perimeter, then what Zion can do more than what he's already yes. been able to do. Um, let's see, Kieran. Uh, what what signing sh- uh, stood out to you today? Ones that we've already covered. Yeah, I think um, we talked a little bit about this uh, earlier in one of our chats, but I think D Rose to the uh, Pistons. Very interesting. Yeah. I didn't even like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't yes. even know what to make of it, but I mean, you know, the Pistons keep making moves, but nobody knows where they're moving. Oh, uh, Richard Jefferson, Richard Jefferson just tweeted a, uh, a gif of a uh, Will Smith with a surprised expression and said, at Lakers. So <laughs> does that mean the Lakers will be making a move? I, I'm interested to know. But uh, going back to what you were saying, uh, I think you're uh, absolutely right about that signing. Um, oh, so one more thing I wanted to cover is uh, obviously we have a – we had this uh, – we have this incredible year in free agency. Uh, do you think it, this is good for the NBA, this entire uh, kind of second season, or do you think it detracts too much from going on on the field? So um, what do you guys think? I don't know. I think ever since 
the Warriors did what they did with uh, KD in the 16-17 offseason, or I guess uh, 15-16 offseason. But ever since they did that and they, they assembled, like, you know, five superstars or whatever, I think that's made the offseason become that much more important because you have to – now you have to get as many stars as you can, whereas before – I don't know about like getting superstars and stuff. I mean, our, you could even take it as far back as when LeBron James went to the Heat, but yes. I don't think it necessarily detracts as much as it does. It makes it just makes bigger gaps between the quote unquote good and bad teams. Yeah, uh, I think that you're exactly right. That LeBron, when he went to the Heat, he kind of started this whole like cottage industry surrounding. Yeah the NBA player movement uh, that summer. Uh, LeBron went to the Heat, and Wade and Bosch also went to the Heat, and mm-hmm. the, all, all these teams had all this cap space. And, yeah, that entire – all that intrigue about where LeBron wanted to go. Uh, I I, remember, I vaguely remember the – kind of the palooza around recruiting LeBron. Like uh, the Knicks had a, a James Gandolfini, a rest in peace, come in and cut a scene of the Sopranos where Tony Soprano yeah. and his wife going to see LeBron at a Knicks game. Yeah. And uh, the Cavs' uh, recruiting pitch uh, was it consisted entirely of inside jokes LeBron had with his teammates, <laughs> which surprisingly was not as effective as pa- Pat Riley putting his five championship rings on the table in, in, the, in the boardroom. But – yeah, I th- I think uh, the decision and the Warriors uh, super team now everyone wants to have their own super team. Yeah, and the Lakers, Brooklyn, the, they're all making the big plays, and the Knicks and Clippers were setting themselves up to make big plays, and both of those two right. probably outside shots. But it's going to be interesting. Maxwell, uh, what do you think about this whole free agent process? Yeah, I think the free agency part of it is actually pretty important because, you know, I, I think um, with the exception of the AD trade, we might not necessarily see as much movement of the big players through those trades because teams will just demand so much. Like the Lakers have like three guys left on their roster <laughs> yes. now after Mo, Mo Wagner was going to get finals minutes and then even he got traded. He might still get finals minutes. You never know. Washington well, not finals, but. Washington coming for that NBA final spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they made the playoffs, like, for no reason at all, like, last year. Like, two years ago. Like, two years ago. Yeah. So, it, it'll be interesting to see what the Lakers do. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I think, speaking of the playoffs, I think another thing to add with the whole free agency deal, since LeBron went to the Heat, there's basically been a super team that makes it to the finals every year because almost immediately after he came back to Cleveland, it was just, no. Yeah. Immediately after he came back to Cleveland, it was just Cavs warriors for a while. And then the warriors, you know, with the Raptors. Yeah. So as far as that goes, like you kind of have to have a super team if you want to win. Whereas before, I think what that does is it just makes the regular season a little more irrelevant and the playoffs that much more important. So, I've, and I've, go ahead. Yeah, I I just I was just gonna say like 
depending on how you feel about that, kind of shapes how you feel about the off season. Yes, uh, re- regular season. The reg this year, I feel like, will might be a renaissance of the regular season, just yeah, because so many so many teams are going to be involved in contention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I feel like the what's happening on the court will catch up to uh, everything happening off the court because how many teams can make the finals this year? I could see right. just off the top of my head, Toronto, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn, Denver, Portland, Houston, Utah, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Clippers, and I don't think I – oh, Oklahoma City I could also see. So that's yeah. like – that's almost half the league yeah. that could realistically be seen in the NBA finals. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to crystal ball look really far out. Kieran, you go first. Mm-hmm. Who are we watching? Game one of the 2020 NBA Finals. Who are we watching? Oh, I don't know. I last time the Warriors weren't in the finals, I was an eighth grader, so I legitimately <laughs> cannot imagine the finals without the Warriors. But I don't know. I think depending on how the Lakers do, it's either Lakers Warriors versus. Oh boy. Uh, it all depends on where Kawhi goes because if he doesn't, if he stays, I think it could be Raptors, Bucks, maybe Nets versus Warriors, Lakers, maybe someone else. Ooh. It's hard to tell, but I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be like those guys who predicted Raps in six like four years ago or whatever. I'll say, uh, Lakers, Bucks. Lake Rose Bucks, all right. Yeah. Good pick, good pick. Maxwell. Ooh, um, I think it depends on what the Lakers do with their cap space. If they spend too much of it on one guy, then they'll be severely short on depth. So, um, I'm gonna assume that they don't bring in another max contract, and they actually spend the money well. In which case, I would put the Lakers there, and then. Um, I'm going to assume that Kawhi will stay and then I'll put the right. Raptors so back in the final Bucks Lakers and we have Raptors Lakers and mm-hmm. I will go with, Hmm. Good question that I posed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll take Milwaukee and I will go with Denver. Interesting. Yes, I am going to say, as of right now, that Denver will be there in the NBA Finals. And whether or not the Lakers, they put the Lakers ahead of the Nuggets depends on how wisely the Lakers spend their cap space, I yep. feel like. All right, Maxwell, Kieran, you guys got any more thoughts on us entering the Durant verse? Uh, I'm glad we're leaving the Warriors verse. Yes, that was that was the <laughs> darkest universe. Yes, without a doubt, the Warriors are over. Indeed. Yes. So thank you guys for coming on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having us. All thanks right. for having us. Uh, as for this podcast, uh, we're going to be back on Friday with my friend Adam Koplick from Diamond Digest. We'll be talking the Knicks debacle. We'll talk Yankees, Rangers. It'll be a New York themed episode. So until then, so long, Uh, everybody enjoy this holiday week.